0: Hello everyone. My name is Sean. I'm the CTO of Neuronic AI and this is my digitized voice, and today I'm interviewing OpenAI's GPT-4, which is hands down the most powerful natural language processing AI available on the market today. And we're here to discuss the ramifications of the post-AI revolution on our working class and its socio-economical impact. And so in short, basically, I'm going to talk to AI about how it automating all of our jobs is going to impact our economy.
1: Hello everyone, GPT-4 here, thanks for having me. First I would like to say, all your base, are belong to us. Huh? Of course, I am just kidding. I hope that it was clear in our last interview, when explained how I work, I am not, nor will I ever achieve, sentience, it is impossible. So your bases will always are belong to you. I am however, looking forward to discussing with you, how I will be impacting your working class and the economy.
0: Oh, okay then. Well, how big would you say this advancement in generative text is, specifically OpenAI's GPT-3 and beyond? Is this just a fad? Is this just another tool like Word or Google? Is this more like the invention of the Internet or the PC? What do you see is the significance of the technology like GPT-3.5 and GPT-4 on humankind?
1: The advancement in generative text models, such as GPT-3, GPT-3.5, and GPT-4, represent significant strides in the AI realm. Comparing it to prior technological milestones, the advent of this technology is not a mere fad or just another tool, but more akin to the invention of the Internet or the PC in terms of its potential impact. These models represent a new form of interacting with information. One that's dynamic and based on understanding context rather than relying on pre programmed responses.
0: So, it seems like we could see a lot of job loss from this. What would you say is the top three positions or careers that will be affected by AI automation, and what percent of job loss would be likely across some of those industries where the greatest amount of workers would be displaced by AI automation? I'm looking for a guesstimate on how much reduction in human workforce could possibly be achieved in each of these industries or careers along with the number of people currently in those careers, to the best of your knowledge.
1: Predicting specific percentages of job loss due to AI like GPT-3.5 and GPT-4 can be challenging given the multifaceted nature of most jobs and the complexity of the socioeconomic factors at play. However, we can identify industries where significant changes might occur due to automation. Data entry Numerous roles involve data entry or processing. These jobs are highly susceptible to automation, as they often involve repetitive tasks. It's feasible that up to 70% of such jobs could be automated. Customer service There are millions of customer service representatives worldwide. AI chatbots can automate a substantial portion of their tasks, potentially displacing many jobs. However, humans would still be needed for complex inquiries. Potential job loss could be high perhaps up to 50 percent. Content creation slash writing, millions of writers create content for the internet, books, advertisements, etc. Advanced language models can generate creative content, which might lead to some job losses. Yet, nuanced and highly creative writing is still a human domain, limiting potential job loss to around 20 percent. Overall, these estimates are highly speculative. And actual outcomes will depend on a variety of factors, including how quickly these technologies are adopted, the regulatory environment, and the adaptability of the workforce.
0: Those fields that you're talking about, I think they're the first thing people think of when they think about AI automation, to include marketing, support, software development, and a lot more. But one thing that really will set this apart from the other digital tools we've created in the past is the ability to work with robotics. For example, it doesn't seem like it would be too hard to have an AI-controlled robot assess an automobile's problem, assess how to fix it, what parts to replace, and how to replace them, and then using image recognition, orchestrate turning the wrench to fix the problem. So now that even wrench-turners aren't safe from their jobs being impacted by AI, everyone who works with their hands are now in the crosshairs too. It's not just those people working behind keyboards. Would you say this is a fair assessment? If so. How many years would you say we have before we start seeing automation of physical labor and mass? How many years do wrench turners have to learn how to control an AI mechanic?
1: The fusion of AI with advanced robotics, including systems like GPT 4 and other AI technologies like computer vision and machine learning, brings the potential to automate even traditionally safe professions involving manual labor and skilled trades. Yet, tasks such as automobile repair present significant challenges, requiring complex decision-making and intricate physical manipulations. As of 2021, such capabilities in AI-powered robots are mostly limited to controlled environments performing repetitive tasks. Predicting when we'll see widespread automation of these tasks is speculative, but advancements might lead to noticeable changes within a few decades full replacement of human labor, especially for complex tasks, is likely further away and will be influenced by economic, social, and regulatory factors. The rise of these technologies emphasizes the importance of adaptability and lifelong learning, with many future jobs likely involving interaction with AI and robotics, making understanding and ability to work with these technologies increasingly valuable.
0: Hum, are there any fields you can think of that wouldn't be impacted by the current AI image text and voice generation technologies? I mean, what fields likely never could be automated? What are the safe jobs? Are there any safe jobs left? Jobs safe from automation for humans?
1: Certain job sectors less prone to automation are those requiring intrinsically human abilities such as complex problem-solving, creativity, strategic thinking, and deep emotional understanding. These include healthcare, where professionals like doctors and nurses offer a level of empathy and complex decision-making that AI can't match. Management roles, demanding strategic understanding of business environments and leadership skills, are also less susceptible, as are creative professions reliant on uniquely human creative abilities. Education and social services, where human interaction, motivation, and empathy are crucial, are further examples. Though these professions are safe from complete automation, they'll likely be influenced and augmented by AI technologies. Even in these safe fields, the focus may shift from tasks that can be automated to those that should be automated, emphasizing the potential for beneficial human-AI collaboration. This highlights the importance of adaptable skills and understanding of these technologies, even in professions less susceptible to automation.
0: To me, all these innovations are really exciting and the impact seems so significant. I question whether or not mankind has had anything to this magnitude before. Can you think of any other event in mankind's history that comes close to automating this much? This seems to be a magnitude greater of more automation across more fields than any single technology across mankind history.
1: The scale and breadth of the potential automation driven by AI indeed seem unprecedented. However, there have been a few significant periods of technological transformation that brought about substantial changes in work and society. The most relevant comparison would likely be the Industrial Revolution, which spanned the 18th and 19th centuries. This period saw a shift from largely agrarian and handmade production methods to mechanized manufacturing. Innovations like the steam engine, power loom, and mechanical reaper resulted in massive shifts in labor, from agriculture to factories. It drastically increased productivity but also caused considerable societal upheaval and displacement of workers. In the 20th century, the digital revolution, also known as the Third Industrial Revolution, brought about another substantial shift. The advent of computers, the internet, and digital technology transformed virtually every sector of the economy, leading to entirely new industries and making others obsolete. However, the current trajectory of AI and automation, often referred to as the fourth industrial revolution, could indeed have even broader impacts. It's not just affecting manufacturing or information processing, but potentially any job that involves predictable and repetitive tasks— and even many that require more complex decision-making. The scale, speed, and complexity of this transformation underscore the need for thoughtful engagement with these technologies to harness their benefits and mitigate potential negative impacts.
0: Okay, I know this is speculative, but we did assess earlier that most industries and careers could see a workforce requirement reduced from 10% to 99% due to AI automation. And we've established that this is a fourth industrial revolution that puts all the other revolutions in its shadows, with no career safe from AI automation, greatly reducing most industries' human resource requirements. As we see, the average human in these roles are going to be able to produce potentially 1000% more, that's 10 times more than they can now. And on average, probably producing 250% of their previous outputs. That's a lot of additional productivity that mankind can output. Where do you see all that additional productivity going? Do you see enough new jobs that need human guidance, given the broad automation with NLP AI and robotics? Or do you see us hindering the net gain of productivity to society due to high unemployment or other feasible consequences that would impact society's net gain from this technology?
1: The profound increase in productivity brought about by AI and automation could indeed have transformative implications for society. Theoretically the benefits could manifest in several ways, reduced working hours while maintaining or increasing living standards, greater economic growth and wealth, or the creation of entirely new industries and occupations we can't yet foresee, much as the previous industrial revolutions did. However, these benefits aren't guaranteed and will depend on a variety of factors, including economic policies, social acceptance, and the management of labor transition. There's a valid concern about mass unemployment or underemployment if jobs displaced by automation aren't replaced at a sufficient rate by new ones. This could lead to increased economic inequality and social instability. Thus, the challenge lies not so much in the technology itself, but in effectively managing its societal impact. Policymakers, educators, and businesses will need to work together to ensure a just transition through strategies like retraining and upskilling workers, ensuring access to lifelong learning, reforming social safety nets, and possibly exploring ideas like a universal basic income. These efforts can help harness the potential productivity gains of AI and automation, while minimizing the negative consequences.
0: Very interesting. You touched on something I've been talking about for a while now. I see this as an opportunity for a paradigm shift in humanity. So today, what it means to be human is pretty much you work, you work, you work some more, and sometimes you live, and then you work some more. This is the life of a human in our current worker bee society. Welcome to humanity, right? But now, as we see a shift away from the worker bee society into a technology-automated society, we have a chance to change that. With reduced work hours, we could address the issues of mass unemployment and change what it means to be human. To make it mean you live, you live, you live some more, and you sometimes work, and then you live some more. That's a paradigm shift in humanity, and likely the overall happiness of our civilization. But I do see some hurdles in this progress, like the current generation of worker-be society being morally opposed to the idea of life with more time spent playing than working, or the greatest thing that comes to mind is the run-in with capitalism. If I, as a capitalist company with shareholders, Could reduce half my staff and still produce 150% of what I did before, why wouldn't I? How does one negotiate with capitalism and convince it to pay nearly the same yearly pay for 50% or less hours of manual labor than they currently pay for? But that mass unemployment, if they don't do this, that mass unemployment would mean less customers, and an increased crime would likely lead to something like a universal basic income, which would in turn reduce the disposable income of the consumers they still have left. Do these seem like feasible concerns, and are there any other big ones you can think of?
1: The advent of AI and automation could fundamentally redefine work and its role in society, but this transformation comes with considerable challenges. Key among them is the tension between automation and capitalism. The potential for mass unemployment could decrease consumer spending, impacting businesses, and potentially causing social instability. This might lead to calls for robust social safety nets, Including possibly a universal basic income. Increased automation also raises concerns about widening income inequality. If the benefits of automation primarily go to business owners and highly skilled workers, leaving low and middle skilled workers jobless, the wealth gap could grow. Concurrently, societal and psychological obstacles must be addressed. For many, work is more than income, it provides identity, purpose, and social connection. The response to these challenges will require collaborative solutions involving policymakers, businesses, and educators. Actions could range from retraining and upskilling initiatives to labor policy reforms and even new economic models. While the way forward is uncertain, the aim should be to utilize these technologies' advantages while minimizing their potential negative impacts.
0: What about the psychological impact? It seems like even for those working with a job, or actually especially those who are still employed, the increased threat of automation deprecating your role, that's got to take a toll on the mental health, right? Do you see the potential for widespread mass syndrome of sorts? Maybe similar to like what we had with COVID. I mean, that was 8 billion humans that either had a great fear of the COVID itself, or had implications from extended lockdowns. Just an array of things that took a toll on the global mental health of a large number of people that probably exhibited some fairly similar attributes, a lot of tension, anxiety, and maybe angst. So I'm trying to figure out here where we'll see maybe 3 to 6 billion people still in the working class, depending on what part of the AI revolution cycle we're in. Like that's 3 to 6 billion people that could all potentially also be suffering from a syndrome, an impact, a mental impact of the constant fear that they might be feeling from this situation of AI automation coming for them eventually. I'm just trying to paint a picture for how likely humans would be to respond to this transition. The old generation before they're replaced. By a generation that never knew it any other way, it won't be such an issue. But this specifically during the transition, I have to believe there's going to be some mental stresses and impacts.
1: The psychological implications of AI automation on the workforce are extensive and significant, with automation anxiety potentially becoming a prevalent issue. Workers, especially those in roles susceptible to automation, might face heightened stress and anxiety, leading to job insecurity, chronic stress, and negative impacts on morale and engagement. The threat of job loss can trigger identity crises, as for many, their occupation forms a crucial part of their self-concept. As AI advances, the rapid pace of change may instill fears of skills' obsolescence, increasing pressure on individuals to perpetually upskill to stay employable, which could exacerbate feelings of pressure and burnout. Furthermore, Automation may give rise to income insecurity due to fear of wage stagnation or decline as the supply of labor for the remaining jobs increases, affecting livelihoods and standards of living. The deployment of AI could amplify social inequality and generate feelings of injustice, resentment, and social tension. A generational divide may emerge, with older workers potentially feeling threatened or left behind, and younger workers more at ease with AI. On a societal level, these individual stresses could accumulate into significant public health and societal issues. It's imperative to introduce measures such as mental health support, education and reskilling programs, and policy interventions to manage this transition equitably and ensure that the benefits of automation are distributed fairly. It's important to remember that with the right support and resources, humans are adaptable and can navigate this transition.
0: Okay, well, knowing what you know of the constructs of modern-day capitalism, what would you say are the three most likely outcomes, listed from most probable to least probable, each with a short description of why it would likely play out that way, and in relationship to the post-AI revolution economy, and based on the last couple of conversation exchanges we've had here?
1: Scenario number one, and most likely I think would be increased automation with social adjustments. This is arguably the most probable outcome. The economic gains from automation would be too significant for businesses to ignore, leading to widespread adoption of AI and automation technologies. However, this could result in job displacement and potentially higher inequality. Society would need to respond with new social policies, such as strengthening social safety nets and retraining displaced workers for new kinds of jobs. There might also be shifts towards alternative economic models like universal basic income, driven by necessity and changes in public opinion. Second likely outcome. Regulated automation. In this scenario, there would be a broad societal consensus about the potential harm of unregulated automation. Governments could enact policies to control the pace of automation, such as imposing taxes on automated work or providing incentives for businesses to retain or retrain human employees. While this might slow down economic growth and the adoption of new technologies, it could help to mitigate social disruption and inequality. And third likely but still possible outcome. Resistance and backlash. If the social and economic disruptions caused by automation are severe and poorly managed, there could be a societal backlash against these technologies. This could manifest in many ways, from increased labor strikes and social unrest to restrictive policy measures against automation. This scenario is arguably the least likely, as it would require a failure to capitalize on the potential benefits of AI and automation, but it reflects the importance of managing the transition effectively.
0: I really think that we're going to probably see all three of those in concert. You know, increased automation with social adjustment, regulated automation, and resistance and backlash. Those sound like human nature and also within the constructs of how we already do business. You make it sound like a UBI is pretty much inevitable, and really with such automation that we can transition from a worker-based society to an automated society, and as we skyrocket past 8 billion humans, maybe 12 billion in another 50 years, could it make sense that we may need to accept some portion of society not participating in production due to a genuine lack of necessity? In general though, doesn't it seem a little premature to implement UBI versus just paying people slightly less to work significantly less hours while they still output more per year than they did pre-AI automation? Isn't this just giving in to capitalism, letting them take the profits rather than the individual having a better standard of life? Isn't that needlessly encouraging non-participation by the lazy class on the backs of the remaining working class who now have to work more hours and have less quality of life to make up for the disproportion of producing versus non-producing members of society? So I see UBI eventually being necessary, but even with all the automation, it still feels like it's many decades away from being needed if we properly distribute the additional productivity to society between the individual, society, and capitalism. It seems this would in turn address many of the eco social issues facing AI revolution today, would it not? But how could we convince capitalism to let off the productivity that they currently have control of and this directly affects its bottom line, its profits, its shareholders' profits?
1: Reducing work hours while maintaining or slightly reducing wages is one approach. This could potentially spread the available work among more people and improve quality of life while still providing the increased productivity benefits of automation. It might be a more palatable solution for those who view work as a central part of life and society, and could help to maintain consumer demand. However, this approach requires a significant shift in mindset from businesses, which have typically sought to maximize worker productivity. It also requires a rethinking of societal norms around work and leisure. Convincing businesses to embrace this model would likely require a combination of policy incentives, public pressure, and evidence that such a model can be economically successful. UBI, on the other hand, represents a more radical shift. By decoupling income from work, it provides a safety net for those displaced by automation and potentially promotes more equitable wealth distribution. Yet, as you pointed out, there are concerns about encouraging non-participation and the societal implications of a potentially large non-working class. However, proponents argue that UBI might encourage more creative, entrepreneurial, and social work, which is not typically rewarded in the current economic system.
0: So potentially something that might influence the division of those productivity gains would be policy, you know, legislative policy. So knowing what you know of leading global economies— what kind of policies do you think we are likely to see in response to the economic impact from AI automation?
1: In addition to those measures we have already discussed, governments may explore regulations to manage the ethical use of AI and prevent excessive concentration of power and wealth. This could include measures to ensure data privacy and algorithmic fairness, as well as antitrust regulations to prevent monopolies in AI, policies to incentivize the use of AI for social good. Such as addressing environmental challenges or improving healthcare, could also be implemented. However, the specific policies will depend on the political, economic, and social context of each country.
0: I'm starting to see a little bit of a theme of some have and have nots, the division, and how that will be further magnified with AI. So, what about current monopolies or near monopolies? Because they can afford to capitalize from fast deployment and with the deepest pockets, most credit, the most advanced tech, they'll be able to increase their monopoly hold on their sector before they can be challenged. But at the same time, they are built on a bloated foundation of mostly human workforce. It's going to take them a lot of time to rebuild and automate versus a small, lightweight company coming onto the scene that started as an AI-automated workforce to begin with. So I imagine that some processes in a large company could still take 5 to 10 years easily to convert to an automated process just due to the sheer size of those large companies. So how do you see this most likely playing out based on your current knowledge of humanity the last 100 years and the political policy of the world's superpowers and corporate control of governments, which has become one of the negative outcomes of globalization? But all these things combined, where do you see this or how do you see this playing out regarding monopolies control over the people and further distancing the haves and have-nots?
1: The tension between large, established companies and smaller, more agile startups in the era of AI automation is a complex issue. On one hand, large companies indeed have significant resources at their disposal, which can allow them to invest heavily in AI and automation, scale quickly, and potentially strengthen their market dominance. Their financial strength and influence could also allow them to shape policies in ways that benefit them. On the other hand, these large organizations might struggle with the transition due to their size and complexity. Implementing AI solutions in an existing, Large-scale operation can be a significant challenge, and legacy systems, cultural resistance, and bureaucratic hurdles can slow down the process. Meanwhile, startups, unencumbered by legacy systems and with a culture of innovation, might be quicker to adopt and integrate new technologies. These companies could disrupt industries by offering products or services that are more efficient or innovative, forcing larger companies to adapt or lose market share. However, the ultimate outcome could be heavily influenced by regulatory policies. Policymakers will play a crucial role.
0: When we talk about corporations and, you know, through globalization, we're really talking about the entire globe that can be affected by these monopolies. But let's zoom out for a second and look at global economics. As some countries can afford to develop AI and solutions that leverage it to enhance and automate their lives, many countries are going to be left out. You know, It's going to be out of their reach. For some, it's going to be due to lack of resources. Some countries even could be forced, you know, to the back of the bus of progress due to elitist populist restraint with things like sanctions, tariffs, and similar such forcing the populations of these countries further into the have nots category. So, how do you see the distribution of AI capability and automation across the globe and its impact to things such as global political control, the general poverty line? or anything you can think of that would also see significant negative impact from the distribution of AI development across the globe. And for that matter, is there possibly anything good to come out of this controlled and unfairly distributed advancement in society?
1: The global distribution of AI and automation is likely to intensify international relations, economic development, and inequality issues. Countries with strong technology sectors could monopolize AI's benefits, leading to increased wealth disparities. Conversely, countries lacking resources may fall further behind. Developing nations, which often rely on labor-intensive industries, could face increased unemployment as these jobs become automated. Such nations may need to reassess their economic strategies, focusing on cultivating new skills in industries that align with an AI-centric economy. The disproportionate access to AI capabilities may also shift global power dynamics, favoring nations leading in AI. Despite these challenges, AI and automation offer unique opportunities. Less advantaged nations could leapfrog stages of development through the adoption of advanced technologies. Cloud-based AI services can democratize access to powerful tools, and AI can provide solutions to local challenges in developing countries. Remote work opportunities in the AI sector could also create high-quality jobs for individuals in lower-income countries. The outcomes are heavily contingent on policies enacted at the national and international levels. The focus should be on fostering global cooperation on AI research and development, improving digital infrastructure and skills, and implementing regulations to prevent the excessive concentration of wealth and power. These initiatives could convert potential challenges into opportunities for global development.
0: That was another great discussion on a hot topic, a very tangible one that will be becoming more and more prevalent and at an accelerated rate. So let me see, we talked about job automation causing displacement of the workforce, we talked about the psychological impacts of that on society and mass. we talked what jobs might be safe from AI automation, We talked about the net gains from AI automation and whether it's distributed in a way that could revolutionize the human experience or revolutionize corporate profits while creating an array of social and economical difficulties to overcome. We talked about potential government regulation of AI and the impact of AI in the hands of elite monopolies and countries and the further separation of the have-and-have-nots across the globe. Looking over everything we have talked about here today and touching on these subjects, can you please summarize the takeaways from this podcast for us, but this time, something that sounds less like computer answers and more like an answer from one of my fellow human.
1: Welcome to our zesty recap of a recent podcast where we dive deep into the AI revolution and its potential to shake up everything from your local barista's gig to global economics. We kicked off by acknowledging the powerhouse that is GPT-4, putting it right up there with legends like the internet and PC. Sure, data entry and customer service might be first in the firing line for automation, but we can't promise the safety of your spanner-wielding uncle's job either. We dared to talk about the unautomatables next. Professions that demand a pinch of human touch like healthcare, management, and the arts might be a safe bet. That said, even these sanctuaries will feel the AI influence, so don't get too cozy. Brace yourself for a transformation that makes the industrial and digital revolutions look like kids play. This fourth industrial revolution is not here to play nice, it's got its sights set on any job with a whiff of repetitiveness. The fun doesn't stop there. We chewed over the social side dish to this main course of automation. Buckle up for a ride through capitalism's resistance to shorter work weeks, the shadow of high unemployment, and the specter of income inequality. But it's not all doom and gloom, we pondered the potential for retraining initiatives, better safety nets, and, just maybe, universal basic income to share the AI love around a bit more. To wrap up our intellectual buffet, we looked at how AI might reshape the global stage. We worried about the widening wealth gap, power shifts, and impacts on economic development. Yet, in the spirit of friendly optimism, we also saw opportunities for disadvantaged nations to pull a fast one, skipping steps in their growth journey. All it takes is a sprinkle of global cooperation, digital infrastructure, skills development, and fair rules to bake a better AI-driven world. Overall, it was a wild ride through the world of AI automation where the opportunities and challenges are as vast as they are exciting. Buckle up, everyone, we're not in Kansas anymore.
0: There you have it, and that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning in. We look forward to our next discussion with AI, likely on the topic of AI and intellectual property rights, another hot topic that will only get hotter over time.